Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. And another edition of the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G radio back in the podcast dojo on an NFL Sunday with the mailbag. Oh, the mailbag. Everyone loves the mailbag. How can you not like the mailbag? This is like our tailgate party. Oh, this is great. I like the mailbag because you never know what you're going to get. You never know. You never know until we open up the mailbag. So without further ado, let's strike up the band, our man, Ohio Al. It's in the Uh, very good. Are you buckled up, Danny? Are you prepared here? Do you have you taken your medication, all your vaccines, and all that? <laughs> I don't know about that, but I'm drinking a lot of water after your Halloween party. That Kirkland brand alcohol did the trick. <laughs> the booze was a flowing, so we've added some new male sound effects to dress it up a little bit. We figured, why not keep it fresh? And uh, let's go to the mailbag. These are actual questions sent in by actual listeners. You do not have to wait. You do not have to wait for me to post something on Tuesday. 
to send questions in. You can send these questions in whatever you want via realfifthhour at gmail.com. Letters, not numbers, realfifthhour at gmail.com. And ask away, and we make sure to include your name and where you're listening from, and we may end up using your question on the next mailbag. All right, first one comes from our man, Neil, from The Real Miami. Says, Dear Big Ben and Danny G Radio, good job by Big Ben, he says, for voting for the Marines over the other armed forces. There is a reason why the Marines guard the POTUS and Air Force One and all the U.S. embassies around the world. He says, I spent four years, I spent four years at Camp Pendleton an hour south of your hometown back in the 90s. Fun times. Yeah, I've driven past Camp Pendleton many times coming from L.A., Orange County to San Diego. Uh, He says, back to the show. I just realized the fifth hour with Ben Maller is three years old. So congratulations. I look forward to another three years. Wish you three times the downloads. Well, thank you. I had this thought as I recalled listening to this, this show on a business trip to Northern Italy exactly three years ago. And I had some free time on the weekend. So I hiked the mountain around Lake Como listening to the October 25th, 2019 episode, a day with the elites. When you talked about your golf outing with the Fox sports bosses, happy Gilmore style with your grandfather's old clubs You are forever in my memories with Lake Como and and Gascon. Thanks. Uh, Here's the question. He says, according to Apple podcast, September 6, 2019 was the maiden voyage of the fifth hour with you, Ben Maller. Uh, What do you remember about that day? And what did you envision for the future of this show at this time? Uh, Says the real uh, Neil from the real Miami. So Neil, thank you for remembering. I did not even remember how many, I don't know how long we've been doing this podcast. I know Danny's been with us a while now. Gascon was at the start of the podcast. And so the way this worked, I had been doing some extra work. Can I give you the origins of the podcast? I had been doing some moonlighting. I was filling in at WEI in Boston remotely. And I'd been doing a couple shows a week. And the overnight show that we do got picked up by WEEI's competitor, the Sports Hub, in Boston. And so the way this works, you cannot be on a competing radio station. It's not allowed. It's taboo and it's verboten. So I was not allowed to continue my extra work on the side, making a little extra money at EEI. Would not allow me to do that. And I was presented with the opportunity from the company to make a little extra money on the side, do the podcast. And we didn't really know what it would entail. They were looking for more content. I signed an agreement, which was different than my radio agreement because podcasts don't pay as much as radio. And so I agreed to it and we, we launched and I was like, well, it'll be a gambling thing at first. And then originally it was supposed to be only about sports betting. And then it shifted. It's really morphed into what it is now over time. But that's how these things work, Danny, right? You start out with one idea, and then you just kind of see where the thing takes you. Yeah, things uh, settle on the best number on the board, and you don't know what that number is going to be when you first start it. Yeah. Water seeks its own level. A podcaster or a radio show seeks its own level. And 
It's going to roll with the punches. All right, next up, Kevin in Kansas. Now, hold on a sec, Kevin. I have to give you the proper... Incoming mail. Oh, incoming mail. Kevin in Kansas writes and says, Dear Ben and Danny G, this November marks the final time we'll have to do the fallback, spring forward, clock-changing nonsense. How do you envision this changing your lives moving forward? So, Kevin... I am excited. I, I'm a little melancholy because this is one of those big things that I talked to my dad about. My, my, we, I used to get so annoyed. My dad would get annoyed. He'd complain every year <laughs> about the time change. Yeah, people getting more accidents after the time change. All that. <laughs> and, Him and Clay Travis. Remember that was one of Clay's big gripes every yes, year? Yes, I remember Clay uh, with you ranting about that. And I agree. I think it's dumb. I think it's unnecessary. My dad would actually send emails to politicians, right? And I wish he had lived a little longer for many reasons. But one of the reasons he would have a, a Cheshire cat smile from ear to ear, knowing that we can end the, the, the ridiculousness of the clock moving forward and back. It's so archaic. It's amazing it took this long for that to change. And I say hallelujah. And especially doing the weekend over that show, which I did for years because – one part of the year when we spring forward, I would lose an hour. And then when we fall back, I had to do an extra hour. Yeah. And at one point I was doing five hours on the overnight and they gave me an extra hour. So I do six hours. Yeah. So much, so much for me. This show would have been the seventh hour. Exactly. It would have been the seventh hour, but does anyone think this is a bad idea? Not changing the clock anymore. Is there anyone in that camp, Danny? Have you ever met anyone that's like, Oh no, this is a bad idea. We need to change the clock. I've never met anyone like that. no, which goes to the point. They should have changed this 50 years ago. Yeah, no, of course. And you know, the, the wheels of politics turn slowly and it's, it's so dumb. They had to have surveys and committees and all this bullshit. To, to figure things out, but I'm right there, Kevin. I love it. I think it's great. And I cannot wait to not have to worry about the clocks. It's a lot easier now than we're, we're old, Danny, right? When we were kids, there were a lot of clocks that you had to manually adjust, which was not a pleasant experience. Was not a pleasant experience. All right. What, what is next here? Let's see. Mail, motherfucker. All right. Blake in Arkansas writes and says, Ben, I am normally a pretty positive guy and not much for bullying on people. With that being said, what the fuck is going on with your fill-in producer's voice? Sounds like a dog whistle uh, came down with laryngitis. For Christ's sake, uh, on what planet? Uh, blah. You know, he goes. He's ripping the guy. But but here's the thing. <laughs> um, he's got a very unique voice. This guy, and you know, I, I I think that's either a good thing or a bad thing. It. it could annoy you it might you know might not like it blah 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 but he definitely is memorable and a lot of people sound the same on the radio there's a lot of talk shows that sound the same their voice is similar to other people you definitely know when he's cracking the mic that he's he's on an island i definitely know when he's in the hallway cheering for the stupid padres i know with his padres hat and jersey and shorts and padre socks and doo-doo brown shoes. <laughs> That's the only issue I have with him. <laughs> no, I uh, like it. I like him. He, he's a he's little. Cool. Yeah, the thing I would say about him is that some of the the normalcies, the decorum, he is not mastered, which I actually am impressed by. Like, for example, there's a rule in radio, Danny, and you know this. 
You never, I, actually, one of my friends uh, works at KBC in LA. We were, he, he mentioned this to me and he reminded me of this. Just, there's a rule in radio that the producer should never leave before the host. There's also a belief the producer should never get there after the host. Yeah. Now I am surrounded by people that get there after me and also leave before me. But, but this, this, this friend, we'll call him the Padre guy. The other night, we did the show and he sprints out of the building, right? He runs out of the building. He gets to his car before me. I, by the time I get to my car, he's already driving out of the parking lot at the iHeart building there, the premier building. How is that even possible? I guess I'm way too much of a perfectionist, Ben, and spend too much time on your guys' podcast. How is that even possible to run out right at the end of the show? I got no idea. All I know is he did it. So he drives by me, which is uh, taboo, and he's got a New York Yankee license plate frame on his car. He's wearing a Padre hat and like a Padre jersey, and he's got a, a Yankee thing. What? Yeah, and he's like, he explains that. Well, my dad's a Yankee fan. My mom's a Padre fan, so I'm a fan of both. He said he's a fan of both, Danny. I'm gonna throw a sports flag on him for that. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a 15 yard offsides penalty right there. Yeah, my dad he grew up uh, for most of his teen until he was a teen in Chicago. That doesn't make me a Chicago Bears fan. No, exactly, exactly. So anyway, and the other thing he did is he walked right through the on air studio to get to the other room. You know, there's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a hallway. Yes. And then it, you got to go a little further. It's like 10 more steps to go down the hall. Yeah. Or the shortcut is right through the on-air studio. That's funny. And he walked right through. Like a shortcut. It, like you yeah. weren't even there. He reminded me of the great Canadian Mike who used to work at Fox Sports Radio back in the day. He did the same thing. Oh, boy. And it was like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing here? You know? I have some great Canadian Mike stories. We'll have to share those someday. I'm all about it. I, I love Canadian Mike. We had some good times together, and uh, I hope he's doing okay. I don't know what happened, though. But He's doing anyway. drugs somewhere. Uh, well, probably. Uh, so Blake in Arkansas writes in uh, with more. He says, uh, on your way to being the king of the overnight, how much, if any, did you work on, practice, worry about the tone of your radio voice? Uh, P.S. Uh, get that guy a filter, he says. All right, wow. Uh, so... My voice has changed a lot since I started in radio because I've gone through puberty. I sound much different now than I did. Royals are on the road. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Royals are having their problems on the road. Royals having their problems on the road. I'm Ben Malik. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I sound a lot different now than I did back then. But in terms of my voice, no, I'm not smoking a pack of Marlboros. When I first got into radio, a lot of guys would smoke because it gives you a deeper voice, the tobacco and all. I didn't, I never did that. The main things I focus on are the technical aspects of like how to do the show better, like how to, how to, how to phrase things better, how to mix in more, not, no, not more words. I don't want a word alphabet thing or a letter alphabet thing. I, I just want, I want to say something that is, I'm saying a lot of things are the same as other people, but I, I want to use different different words to say the same thing, essentially. All right, so that, that's, that's the kind of stuff I focus in on. Now, Danny G over there, uh, when you were born, when you came out of the womb, Danny, did you say, hey, mom, like that? Do you have the deep voice going, or is that something you acquired later on? 
I was like, where's my tricycle, mom? I need, uh, a, I need a lollipop. I mean, that's one thing that has changed over time in radio. When I was a kid, I had programmers tell me, oh, man, you're naturally blessed with those pipes. You got to lean into that. You got to lean into that deep voice. So when you get on the air, talk slow and use the, the role. And so like an idiot as a teenager, I listened to bad advice and I sat there on my microphone and leaned into it. You know what? That changed because it doesn't matter necessarily about voice anymore. It's more about content. Number one. There used to be boss jocks where it was all about voice and delivery and Wolfman Jack and all that. And yeah, he was funny and he had like his bits and stuff like that. But a lot of it was about the voice and the tone and the delivery that has changed now to, to content and the programmers across the country, they all cared about wit and humor and timing and, um, you know, the different segments and features and not so much about what guys' voices sounded like, unless they had like really, really annoying voices, then that might be a problem. But other than that, you could just be a normal dude as long as you're funny and entertaining. I'll tell you a funny story that I got told by a program director when I first started out in, I was working in San Diego at the Mighty 690, and I was sending air checks out to different radio stations trying to get my big break. And I got told by a program director that I was too FME. I didn't sound like an AM sports guy. I sounded too much like an FM guy. And it wouldn't work. Yeah. Now, how outdated is that take, by the way? I know times changed and all that, but super outdated. Yeah, because basically he was saying you should be on Kiss FM introducing Banana Rama back then or whatever the, the group uh, Hans- was. The Hanson brothers are yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, exactly. Here's Mbop on 102.7 <laughs> Kiss FM. For the second time this hour, Umbop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, we're 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 good on that. I think I think we're all right on that. I just want to point that out. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket. When it's live on March 17th, once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. I got mail. Yay! I got mail. Yay! Our friend Jennifer in Richmond, Virginia, she's a six percenter. Uh, 94% of the audience is male, 6% are women. Jennifer's part of the 6%. She's Whoa, a, you bumped that up because you said you called her a 4%er. Oh, list. that's right. You know, I, I got that mixed up. Four, excuse me, 4%er. Okay. 96 and 4, that's right. Uh, anyway, uh, she, uh, she I thought in. she got a promotion. No, no, no. Uh, ben and Danny G, guys, uh, thanks for doing these podcasts. It's fun hearing about your lives off air. And the mailbag is always entertaining. She says, Ben, it's amazing to me how you never let yourself become complacent with the content on your daily show and everything uh, you do on air is done with gusto. Well, thank you, uh, Jennifer. She, she, she loves that. Well, the main reason I'm doing that, Jennifer, is I have a lot of bills to pay, and I feel like if I do one bad show, it's all going to come crashing down, and I'll be living with Weed Man Hippie eating roaches. So I, I try to avoid that at all costs. Ben, I love you. Exactly. My philosophy has always been they will get rid of me someday. They've already gotten rid of me once, but they're not going to get rid of me because of the content of the show. They'll get rid of me because I've been there too long or they want somebody else or whatever. It's not going to be because the show's bad. And I've been around people and you've been around people, Danny, that have lost their job because they got lazy. They just didn't do the prep. They read off ESPN.com. They showed up five minutes before the show. And I don't want to be that guy. So I'm not going to be that guy. I've made a pact with myself. And that's just the way it is. Uh, she says, you and your crew uh, even make baseball talk interesting. Well, that's a shot. Uh, in, in a way that no other shows do. Uh, thanks. Uh, that's from Jennifer. Now, my quick question. Did you see, you and Danny see Snoop Dogg's new 4D video in the vein of Larry David and Curb theme music and characteristics? I stumbled across it recently, but I don't understand the point. It was somewhat entertaining, but not really. She says, will you look it up, watch it? And uh, tell us what you think. And she wants to know, Danny, are you a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, I love Curb. Yeah. Uh, my favorite episode was back in the day when Larry got the prostitute so that he could oh, go in the carpool, <laughs> the carpool lane. Um, oh, and also the Shack uh, episode where he tripped Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, that was a good one too. I, I was at. Staples Center that night when he's called Staples Center, then when they filmed that and everyone was all excited because like Larry David's there and they nice. did several takes over and over again and all that stuff. So, yeah. And then flash forward to the more recent episodes. I loved his spite cafe that he opened in the toilet. Oh, and everything he did with the bathroom, the Joe's or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Have you seen this Snoop Dogg video? I've not seen this video. We'll have to do some investigative reporting on that video. Yeah, how much do they spend on these videos if they're not getting watched that much? But then on YouTube, I'm not sure how it works, but there's some of those songs on YouTube. Yeah. They get so many views and downloads, and man, oh, man. Yeah, that's how the artists do their marketing nowadays. And so really the videos are made straight to YouTube and 
straight to, you know, there's a couple of outlets that just do videos. But other than that, yeah, I mean, you don't even have to have a video nowadays to have a hit song on the radio. And, you know, when we were kids, that's not the case. Yeah, the video was the the key element there to get people buzzing about your, your deal and all that. All right, let's see what's next. All right, uh, let's go to Pierre from the Leaf Peeping Traffic Capital of the Northeast. He says, for both of you, do you buy your favorite Halloween candy to hand out in hopes of leftovers, or do you purposely buy kinds that you don't like so you won't overindulge after the holidays? It's a good question. So normally what happens is me and the the wife will we'll be at Costco and we'll get like two giant bags of whatever candy they have at Costco. And then usually there's a few things we like in there. We get one bag, which is chocolate. And then we get one giant bag, which is more like Mike and Ike's and gummy worms and that kind of crap. And so we got a little bit of each. And normally there's always leftover candy because there's, Never that many kids that come to your house. So that's that's my move. Back in the old days, my mom, she she knew I loved Butterfinger and Baby Ruth. So she'd buy me those. Mm-hmm. It was great, but I'd eat them all. Yeah. And, and, oh, especially those mini Butterfingers. Yeah, yeah you're double fisting those oh, things. Oh, man. The hardest part is to unkeep them. I was more concerned about him giving me a double fist. <laughs> Put those in the freezer, Ben. Oh, that is wonderful. What is your all-time favorite Halloween candy? Yeah, so I've evolved over the years. Uh, the Reese's butter peanut butter cup's great, but I, Butterfinger, Baby Ruth, that was my go-to for a long time. Uh, so some some combination of that. What what about you? Butterfinger's right up there. Sour candy. I love sour candy, and I love Skittles too. Hit and miss, right? If they've been around too long, they get really uh, difficult to eat. But if they're soft and kind of, you know what I mean? If they've been sitting around for a long time, they turn into like little pebbles. A fresh packet of yeah. the little Skittles. Those yeah. are wonderful, man. So if you gave me a whole bunch of mini Butterfingers and a whole bunch of mini Skittles, I'd be set to get fat. <laughs> well, I got to be careful because was it two Halloweens ago? I Maybe it was three. I've told the story. I ate so much Halloween candy. I thought I had diabetes because I was having headaches. Oh. I had eaten so much candy and I went to the doctor and I had all these blood tests, all this blood work done. And the, the doctor's like, well, we think what you did is you just your body wasn't used to eating that much sugar anymore and you just overdosed on sugar and your body had this reaction they didn't know, body didn't know how to handle it. Wow. Wow, I didn't know that was a thing. I had no idea, but we got to watch you over the next few days here closely. Yeah, I got to be careful on that. Uh also he says who's your least favorite update person now that Wreck-It Ralph is gone and why is it Goldilocks? How d- I didn't say it was Goldilocks. He did pick up the nickname, though. Brian Finley's new nickname is Goldilocks. Did you hear about that, Dave? Oh, no. You said his new nickname was Lovey. Well, yeah, that was his last new nickname, Lovey. Now he's known as Goldilocks. Jesus, his list is going to get as long as yours. Well, here's why he got the, the nickname Goldilocks. So I come in there. I, I get ready for the show. The other night, Eddie was away doing a hockey game or whatever. So I come into the studio. I walk down the hall. I make my turn. I go into I, I, the, the old Casey Kasem studio where I normally get ready for the show. Yeah. And I've been doing this for years and I go, I turn the corner and then I see Ricky producer, Ricky standing in the hall. I'm like, what's that? Well, what is Ricky doing here? And he's chatting with Brian Finley, who's sitting in my chair that I normally sit in to get ready for the show. He'd moved in there. 
and he had this this canister of it looked like peanut butter. And I was like, what are you doing? What are you eating? He said, well, no, I'm, I've got some almond butter. So Ew. he had like a spoon and he was eating almond butter. Gross. So then he got out of there and I went to put my stuff down and the table was covered with gobs of almond butter. Oh, man. Yeah. So he's like Goldilocks. He had moved into my uh, my territory there and he uh, he poured almond butter all over the damn table. It was terrible. So, Daddy. That's his new nickname. Be a real man and eat some peanut butter. Yeah, go on a limb. Come on. And Alf also sent some great photos of his humble abode in Massachusetts there. It's beautiful, man. It's We don't get that, Danny. He's got pictures of the leaves turning and all of that. We don't, we don't have that here. And there's also a lot of wild turkeys. Wow. Not the kind of wild turkey a lot of our listeners like, but the, uh, the real wild turkeys that are running around. We have homeless people who change color and turn over. Yeah, uh, that is true. We have a lot of that. If you want that, you want us to take some photos of that, Alf, we can, we'd be more than happy to send you some photos of that. And boy, would you be happy, man. You'd be like, oh, I can't believe that's so impressive. Unless, unless you don't do that. Unless you're like, no, nah, no, nah, that's not. You've got mail. Mike from Fullerton writes in. He says, also living in Pierre's head rent-free. Wow. Uh, this will be my first and only warning to Pierre. Quit messing with the Fenley fanatics. We can make life very, very difficult for you. Those are threatening words. And Ben, I hope your Halloween bash uh, did go well. Uh, if it didn't go well, you'll only have yourself to blame for not inviting the party king, Goldilocks, Brian Finley. He says, here's my question. Which one of you has the most famous Twitter followers? I'd also like to know which one of you has the least famous followers. Yeah, so I haven't done inventory on that. There's a few big verified accounts that follow me on Twitter, so that's cool and all that, but I don't know. I haven't really obsessed on it too much. Any Anyone you want to drop here, Danny? Any big names you want to drop on the Twitter? I don't have that many famous people interacting with me on Twitter. The one that comes to mind, though, Chuck D of Public Enemy. If you were a rap fan in the 80s and 90s, that's a big deal. And he actually comments on some of my tweets from time to time, which is really cool. As a kid, I listened to every song he ever recorded. So if you would have told me later in life as an adult, he'd be interacting with me on the Internet, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A lot of the people that follow me, I've known since before they were a big deal. Uh, you know, so I, I don't know. I mean, like I, I knew Adam Schefter when he was a, just a beat writer in Denver before he got to ESPN and all that. So and I used to help him out on my website. And he follows me on there. Adam's always been good to me. Uh, trying to think who else. Oh, William Shatner. Does not follow me. Does not, <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not, unfortunately, it's not. He, does he still have you blocked? No, he unblocked me because somebody spent thousands of dollars to have him unblock me. Somebody actually gave him money for his charity? Yeah, and fortunately, it was not one of my listeners, one of our fans here. It was this horse charity, and it was actually a Star Trek guy who was annoyed, a Trekkie was annoyed because our our fans were harassing Shatner on Twitter. And so he's like, I just want peace. I'm going to pay for this. I don't, I want everyone to get along. And so he, Oh, I didn't know about that. Shouts out to the horse guy. Yeah. Well, it was Chatner has a, he's got a, like a bunch of horses in, uh, in Burbank. Right. And so he's got a horse charity. And so he was raising money for that. And 
That's uh, how all that went down uh, back in uh, the day. You've got mail. Yes, we. That'll do. help homelessness. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Nick in Wisconsin. Give him all the horse and let him ride out of town. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Nick in Wisconsin says, Ben and Danny, would you rather... uh, Would you rather... Is back, he says. Would you rather have a car that can also fly or a car that can also drive under the water. Yeah, so the idea of a a flying car is wonderful, assuming it's somewhat safe, obviously. Uh, So there are positives to both these things, but I'd much rather have a flying car because it is a pain in the ass to fly domestically the way airports are and airlines and all that. And if I could just be like, all right, let's program the Malamobile. I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to go to Phoenix. I'm going to go to Dallas. I'm going to go to Chicago, whatever. Boom. And you can just fly the car. That'd be awesome. It would also be kind of cool, Danny, to be on a, a car that goes underwater and see what's at the bottom of the Pacific and driving around, right? Also, I would take my car international and finally unlock the mysteries of the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, yeah, you could do that. Imagine what kind of critters are down at the bottom of the oceans that we don't even know about. These oceans are so vast and so deep. There's places that you can't go. Think about what you would see there. And also, if you were underwater, you could get some old gold bullion, some old gold coins from pirate ships. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the the way to do it uh, for sure. Let's see who is next here. Uh, can't... Booty. Uh, can't pirates remember. booty pirates booty is that the uh yeah that's some real pirates booty back uh, back there all right uh, i got mail yay i got mail yay we got some quick ones here uh, rich says can roberto make an omelet with platypus eggs uh sure why not uh 
He said, what now? Guy named Ben writes and he says, how do the Astro fans cheer and root for a team that needed trash cans to win a World Series without remorse? It's a great question, but it happens a lot, Ben. In fact, I had a funny call this this week, Danny, that we only get on terrestrial radio. So my affiliate in Houston is 790, which is the Astros station. Yeah. And we were on after Astro Talk ended, after the Yankees and the Astros game one. So some guy from Houston calls up. He's at he's at the game guy. You know, at the game guy. Mm-hmm. At the game guy just wants to talk about the game. He doesn't know who the hell's on the radio. He just happened to know the Astros were on 790 in Houston. So he turned on the station in his car and is like, hey, I hear somebody giving out a number. I'm going to call up. I'm at the game guy. And he wanted to tell stories about being at the game. And so I put him on after just destroying the Astros. I did a monologue ripping the shit out of the Astros. (laughs) And this guy calls up like I didn't say any of that stuff. And he just starts talking about, oh, I was at the game tonight. And I, he's going through this whole thing. It was wild. He's at the game guy. That's the guy. He's at the game guy. Gave you flashbacks of Dodger talk. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of that Dodger talk. Yeah. I was at the game tonight. I hate when callers start off with that. I don't give a shit if you were at the game or you watched on TV. Get to your point, please. Get to the point, please. Well, also on Dodger talk, it was always the the experts that knew more than the team did and more than you did about the minor league guys. We used to have a guy, Gene in Redondo Beach, who would call up. And he knew everyone in AAA and Double A, and he'd he'd hear some or he'd see some stats on a relief pitcher. He's like, the Dodgers have to call this guy up. He's got a great ERA in Albuquerque, you know, which was the AAA affiliate at the time. And <laughs> it was like, you know, the guy's a career minor leaguer. Okay, they're not they're not calling him up. He's not even on the the big forty you know, man roster. Or whatever, so. There's no more transistor radios inside the ballpark listening to Vin Scully. You could make the argument that the at the game guy knows less about the person that was watching and listening to the TV crew. It's a fair point. That is a fair point. Next up, as we continue, the mailbag, the extended dance remix of the mailbag. These are actual questions from actual listeners. And we say hello to. Whoa, what was that effect? Oh, that was a new one. That was a, that's mail blasting off. I see you send mail, you know, you like that. Maybe you don't like that. Maybe you like incoming mail. I don't even know what that is. I don't know. I have no idea what that is. Uh, John in Colorado says, hey, hey, guys, at what age do you stop saying gone too soon when someone croaks? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, And that age has gotten higher as I've gotten older. So I want you to know that age has gone higher and higher as I've aged. Uh, What is this? Well, I thought when the queen passed away, I thought she was, you know, I I don't think you can say gone too soon. What do you replace that with? Do you say appropriate time to die? Life well lived? I don't (laughs) Not not sure. What what do you mean? Sometimes you see that when celebrities or musicians die, you'll see a lot of gone too soon. We lost that person way too soon. They could have given us so much more memories. Yeah. What do you think life would be like if, Everyone just lived for three, four hundred years. What do you think that would be like? You think that'd be better or worse? Uh, that's a good question. I guess it would depend on the government and how things were going for us in our lives. Because you think about our adult life, Ben, not to get political or anything like that, because we don't want our overall rating to go down to a 4.7. That's right. But what year do you recall 
where you and I were celebrating in the streets because of our paychecks and the state of the economy and the government and how everything was going. Have we ever really had a stretch in our adult lives where things were stacked in our favor? Oh, absolutely not. I, I make less now than I made when I started. In, well, the first real job I got in radio because it was a union shop and I was making amazing money. And it's yeah. So I, I'm, I'm right there with you on that. Yeah, same. Late 90s was real money for us. Yeah, big time. Big, still big living time. off that money right now. <laughs> I think it's all gone on my, my <laughs> end, unfortunately. All right. Uh, next up, Scott writes in. He says, the comment regarding woke caller salsa. Yeah, salsa called up, uh, referred to as this. He says, a century ago, black travelers were told to stay woke as a warning of Klan activity in the area they were staying in. For that reason, uh, Scott says, I will no longer use the term to describe hypersensitive uh, folks, but go back to calling them what I always have, the perpetually professionally offended. Yeah, so I, I use the term woke. Uh, I feel like it's a, the, the modern uh, definition of it, Danny, I don't think is is that. I, I, I was asked by Salsa about this. My interpretation of the term woke is is people that are overly politically correct and, and also are offended by everything and are trying to change everything. Want to take down statues, want to cancel words, want to cancel entertainers. Like to me, that's woke. Like or or you preach like the NBA was preaching on on how people should act. The NFL has done a lot of that. Baseball, all the leagues have done that. That's like that's to me that's woke. So I think that's the modern definition. Yeah. Am I a bad person, Danny, for using no. modern interpretation of the word woke? I mean, some people use that like lit or other words that are just overused because they think that they're being you know with it or trendy or that they're hip. But the one thing that caught my attention this past week, and actually uh, Covino and Rich uh, covered it a couple of afternoons ago, there was a recent article about how Gen Zers are rallying to get the thumbs up emoji canceled. What? On, on the, yes, because they're triggered by the thumbs up. They think it's condescending. Uh, so in other words, if you sent me a text message and I gave it a thumbs up, that's me kind of being a dick. That's how they feel. So their feelings are now getting hurt by certain emojis. Well, that's actually not new. Remember the big controversy at Wrigley Field a couple of years ago because somebody did the OK sign? Oh, that's right. Yeah. And we're now told that that is racist, that that's been hijacked by some group or something like that. So we're not allowed to do the OK sign. It was so stupid. If the thumbs up thing is insulting, then people do that every day on Facebook when they like somebody's post. So if I like something, is that insulting you? It is dumb. Uh, anyway, we will get out of here on that. Thanks to Anthony, Johnny in San Antonio, Mike in Wisconsin, uh, Joe uh, in in New York, and all the other people here that we did not have time to get to the questions. But, uh, Danny, anything to promote here? Anything at all? Oh, yeah, I guess tonight, right? You told yeah. me yesterday. You'll be in tonight. That's right. Two days in a row I see your mug. Yeah, yeah, Danny G. Saw you at, at your Halloween party. Yeah. And then we're recovering today. Tonight, I'm going to be in there to kick off Sunday night into Monday morning with you in for Coop. All right. And remember, Danny. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that yeah, guy. Don't be that guy. Danny. 
Don't don't be the guy. Does that mean I can't race to my car before you get to yours after the show? If I if I see you burning rubber before I get out of the garage, we got heads are going to roll, Danny. <laughs> Listen, have a great rest of your day. I will be back with Danny G tonight on the uh, radio show. Talk about all these big NFL games, the good, the bad, and the ugly, including that Pittsburgh Miami Sunday night game. See how I did against the Penny, and have a have a great rest of your weekend. And we'll talk to you on the radio next time. Go Raiders. Later, Skater. The Raiders. Hey, hey, hey. Before oh. I let you go. Jackpot, baby. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th, once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.